0: Hello and welcome to the creative podcast I'm your host Kimi and I'm here to help take you through your creative journeys with ease and um, peace (laughs) and some answers. Um, So yeah I'm recording I'm not recording from home today I'm recording from a hotel but they've started drilling recently so I hope that they don't drill while I'm delivering this podcast. So this episode is all about the fear of saying no And I touched upon it recently on my grid, Um, this whole like worrying about saying no because you feel like, you know what, if I say no to this opportunity, that means I'm not going to get any other opportunities like this. Or it's going to make me look a certain way. It's going to make me look like I'm difficult or it's going to make me come across as mean or... and. I understand there's a whole host of feelings and emotions that come with saying no, right? It takes a degree of bravery, I feel, to say no, because you're saying that, you know what, this is extending beyond (laughs) what I'm willing to allow in terms of my boundaries. And you're affirming those boundaries and you're setting them in stone, which takes courage. Because sometimes, you know what, you need to just step into your power, And no is the only answer sometimes. Sometimes no answer is an answer, but outright no, no. And there's nothing wrong with saying no either. So for example, yeah, somebody gets in touch with you and they're like, oh, do you know what? In fact, I can give, I've got so many examples. Okay, so recently, I'm not gonna be naming names or anything like that, but just to contextualize this a bit. So I was recently contacted by somebody who owns um, some sort of... It's a startup company. It's like a tech comp company. So they contacted me asking to have a call. So I went on this call and they started saying that they were in partnership with a very large um, corporation, organisation, whatever you want to call them, who are responsible for providing a bunch of courses, accredited courses, And the rest of it. And they were saying that they are delivering workshops for said company. And would love if I could jump on a few of them with them. Right? So they wanted me to deliver workshop and content around pricing as a creator. So we spoke for about 10 minutes. And then I got round to asking how the... What's the due process? You know, contracts, remuneration. And then they said, oh... Well, we do it for exposure. Now, this person had said to me that they had, they loved my content, right? They said they'd engaged in my content and they love what I spoke about. But deep down, you, you couldn't, you you must not have read my content. Because if you did, you would know that working for exposure is one of my biggest. It cheeses, it, oh, Oof, I'm itching like it's one of the things that I speak speak out against vehemently with with vim. and you have the ghoul ask me to call you to then ask me if I'm willing to do workshops in exchange for exposure are you mad so obviously at that point the conversation took a different turn and I said well um This is something that I speak about frequently on my pages in regards to working for payment uh, and not exposure, because exposure isn't a guaranteed form of recompense. And unfortunately, on this occasion, I'm unable to produce such a level of work for nothing in return. And then they said, oh, but, you know, it's a network of this many people and blah, 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 which is all well and good. But I, listen, whenever I deliver workshops, first of all, not that you have to explain yourself to anybody, but I'm, I'm just explaining for context. I have to rent out a hotel space because I'm in a situation where I'm in a house that is noisy at the quietest times. So um, unless it's like five in the morning, there's noise in my house. So for that reason, I end up having to book rooms. Um, at the local premier inn, just so that I can have a quiet, comfortable space to facilitate workshops, right? So I'm unable to produce workshops for free, even if just using that basis alone, yeah? I need my hotel fees covered. And then on top of that, I produce so much free content on my pages as it is. So no, I am not, I am not absolutely not going to provide even more free content for people who are capable of paying this company that they were talking about they have their courses their courses cost thousands of pounds they are of a- yeah they are a, a world renowned um company they have twitter accounts in different countries okay four different countries so they have the money to pay contributors and if they're choosing not to pay you and you're deciding to do it that's brilliant but I'm not joining you on that you can go on that crusade alone so um yeah I I said I flat out said no I said no um I charge a fee to deliver workshops because workshops require preparation okay you're asking me to divulge knowledge you're asking me to come out of my comfort zone because I I feel a great deal of anxiety before delivering lives um (laughs) like it's it's actually crazy And you you expect me to do it for what? The possibility that a few of them might follow my Instagram afterwards? Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, so I said no. And I felt no way about it either. Yeah? Because you reach a point where you're like, you know what? Some people will take advantage. They will try. And sometimes as well, you'll find that they are... And this is what um, Daisy Morris was saying on our live yesterday, because we held a um, client magnet masterclass, which was amazing. Daisy was saying that, you know what, sometimes people tell you initially, oh, we don't have a budget for that. But then once you start, once you get deeper into the conversation and you start communicating the things that you can provide or in ways in which you'll be beneficial, then, you know, you'll find that oh, the budget okay oh, okay maybe maybe we can facilitate that after all sometimes you'll find that people are just trying it yeah they're just trying it so yeah I, honestly if your spirit doesn't feel right if you're not comfortable with the terms question everything ask questions sometimes I might be a nightmare to some people to work with because I ask questions Because when you don't ask questions and you just idly go along, even though in your deepest heart of hearts you don't really want to do it or you feel awkward or uncomfortable about something, when you go ahead and do it without saying anything, nine times out of ten, it will go wrong. Sometimes catastrophically. Yeah. So I always ask questions. I don't care. I don't care. I ask questions if I'm unsure about anything then it's up to the person who's facilitating it to make sure that those concerns are um, appeased, to make sure that those concerns are taken seriously and that they answer any questions that you have. And that to me is symbolic of someone who is great to work with as well. Yeah, if they're doing all they can to reassure you uh, and let you know what the terms are, that they're transparent with you, And that the communication is open. The line of communication is open. Those are the kind of people you want to work with, you know, and do projects with. So if they're providing you with a service that's anything but, then eh, not really sure I want to be working with people like that in the first place. So you know what? It's at the end of the day, this is your livelihood. This might be something you're doing on the side, whatever, whatever it is you deserve to be compensated. So don't feel bad about saying no. Now, it might be a case where you you're not sure about it because you you don't really feel like you're aligned with the project, or you don't really feel like you're interested. Again, if that's how you feel, don't feel afraid to say no. Don't let fear of scarcity put you off or tell you lies. Because scarcity or fear of scarcity... Will tell you, Arch. Oh, you know what? If you say no to this year, you could be saying no to something massive. Yeah, I mean, you could be. But at the end of the day, it's about what sits right with you and what makes you feel good when you go to sleep at night. What makes you feel like you know what? I've had a fulfilled day, or I'm having, I'm experiencing um, triumphs, or I'm feeling good within myself. What is it that will make you feel that way? If taking on the project makes you feel shitty then don't take it on. There'll be more opportunities. The opportunities will never run out. The creative industry is so impactful that it's not physically possible. It's not in any way possible that you won't receive any more opportunities. We are in a, a an infinitive continuum of creative projects, creative opportunities. It's never ending. So there's never going to be a point where it's like, okay, that's it. I'm never, ever going to receive any other opportunities ever again. Unless you stop altogether, of course, unless you stop sharing content, unless you stop posting, unless you, you know, as long as you continue to keep showing up and um, keep sharing, you your opportunities will keep coming. So, you know, that's something that we need to uh, unpack, uh, you know, unlearn, relearn and um, just remember You know, don't forget that at the end of the day, your boundaries, you have the right to have your boundaries respected. Your boundaries exist for a reason. They're there to protect you, protect your energy, protect your mind, protect your health and well-being. So you always that comes before anything else. Your well-being comes before anything. Yeah, because when your health is affected, your mental health, your physical health, whatever, it then affects everything else. So that needs to be right first. And the way you make sure that that's as good as it can be is by taking care of yourself, protecting your energy, yeah, and enforcing boundaries. And enforcing boundaries means saying no sometimes. So in terms of like projects, yeah, like sometimes you might be asking yourself, what well, when should I probably say no, yeah? For me, I would say like if I'm, first of all, if they are taking too long to pay a deposit, then that's a sign that's a sign that the communication isn't going to be um, as open as it needs to be. If you're waiting a long time to hear back from them from the jump, then you know that the communication is going to be a bit, eh, it's likely to be a bit off. And also if they're dragging their feet paying deposit, that's a bad start. Okay. Um, and that's usually symbolic of what's to come. Also, if they have no idea what they want, Stay away. This is for all my visual artists, my designers. Yeah, this is more in relation to the visual arts because I, I, my niche isn't in other forms of the creative industry. So like, you know, in terms of writing articles and stuff, like that, I don't know. But don't. Don't do it to yourself. I'll tell you why. Because you're signing up for an endless back and forth. Endless. I'm telling you, they'll be like oh do you know what I've changed my mind actually wait no can you make it that color actually no can we go back to what we originally agreed? no no and this is why I always stress the importance of deliv- um, not delivery discovery calls and discovery sessions so that way you can get to the root of what their problem is what their goals are and then you can see if you are best placed to work with that person so they at least need to know what it is they're doing it for that's at least, at the very least, they need to know what their problems are that they're trying to solve. And they need to have goals in mind. They need to have a cause. There has to be a cause there, at the very least. And if they don't have that, if they just want a logo for the sake of having a logo, like, oh, I just want something that looks good, they're looking for something that is about form over function. And form over function isn't great design. And those projects tend to be quite low-paying. Um, low When you find someone who's only concerned in form over function, so they just care about how good it looks and they don't really care about how it's going to help them, you know, propel their business or help them meet their goals. They're the ones who will usually offer to pay you pennies, like, because they don't understand the value and importance. Yeah, so they're just like, yeah, just make something that looks good. Like, shouldn't take you long. You you know them ones? Yeah, avoid. 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 Unless you want to do work for pennies, unless you want to go back and forth forever, (laughs) forever and ever, I would say no. My past experience tells me that those kind of people are bad clients. And I've actually got a masterclass coming up all about dealing with bad clients. So if you stay on the lookout for that, I'm going to be hosting. I'm thinking of doing it monthly where I have a session or a masterclass on something but it's not going to be live because I asked my audience recently if they prefer to learn things in their own time or lives and the overwhelming majority said that they would like to learn things in their own time and I agree because I don't know about you guys but I'm getting a little bit tired of all these zooms (laughs) so I'm going to be offering sessions um, targeting specific pain points within the creative industry just going into detail so yeah be on the lookout for that on my at key underscore may so that's kei underscore m for mother a y e (laughs) or on my creative champs page where i'll be posting the links to all of these sessions as they happen so yeah that's all i've got time for on this episode thank you so much for tuning in and i will be speaking to you same time next week all right everyone take care bye